Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're recording. <laughs> Didn't think we'd be here, guys. Didn't know. Did not think we would be here. What is our life? There goes our Mondays. <laughs> and Tuesdays. Oh, and boy. our Tuesdays and the rest of the week. Oh, Lord. Hey, Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. The, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we're back for Hannah B's season. We're back. Hello, patrons. <laughs> Hello, patrons. <laughs> Welcome to the Patreon universe. Yep. Oh, my God. We're still learning this Patreon universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're back. Didn't think we'd be here, nope. but here we are. I just want to say a special shout out to everyone who has supported us on Patreon, particularly the, it's like 530 of y'all who signed up before we even made the announcement that we were coming back. Yeah. <laughs> y'all just paid your $5 and prayed to Jesus that yes. night that we were coming back. Had no clue. Mm-mm. Just on a hope and, and a prayer. Still, yeah, just hope and a prayer. And that to me is wild because we, yeah, we were fully trying to reach this goal. Mm-hmm. Until we kind of just had a come to Jesus moment, so we can't not do this. We have yeah. to, we have to keep this podcast going. Um, and here we are. And we just, I really just want to say thank you to all of you who mm-hmm. believed in us and donated to us, um, who believe our voices in Bachelor Nation is necessary. Everybody in the emails, the DMs, we can't even keep up with all I the stuff. I know. That. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who puts us in their stories, put us on mm-hmm. an Instagram post. Saying to donate to us, yes, wow, yes, 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 mind boggling. We mind boggling, um, but I mean, we love all the support, honestly. Mm-hmm. We would not be here. We still, even before we hit record on the podcast, Justine and I looked at each other like, What has our life become? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is, this is season four, what this is, is our fourth on? season of a bachelor, bachelorette. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> We are still here, and y'all still here supporting us. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to all of y'all. We do want to say um, special notes. Now that you are a subscriber on Patreon, 
We will be doing monthly live stream Q&As mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, and our first one will be on June 5th. So mark your calendar. More to come on that. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are still going to plan that out. Um, someone did email us saying like they want to hear us talk more about like our life and work life mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Um, other aspects of like the world besides yeah, the, the bachelor, bachelor world. <laughs> the bachelor mm-hmm. world. Um, but we'll keep you guys posted on what those are going to be like. But um, yeah, mark your calendar for June 5th. Yep. That's another little special bonus for joining us on Patreon. Um, all right. So we just watched the premiere of Hannah B's mm-hmm. season of The Bachelorette. Justine, <laughs> dare I ask, <laughs> what are your initial thoughts? Um, there was someone in our Twitter who summed it up really well. She said, um, only someone white would be praised for being this awkward. Oh, I like that <laughs> tweet with the slickness when I saw it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was just looking at her like and when she was talking to those little girls and she was like, You have to stand up for something you believe in, whatever the hell she said, I was like, What is this? (laughs) This girl is (laughs) What am I watching? This girl is like she has a mentality of someone who is twenty three but wants this lifetime commitment with Mm -hmm. somebody and Maybe she's going to meet in a month. I don't know. It just seems so unrealistic. However, the bright side is that she has found my husband, Mike Johnson. So, Hannah, thank you so much. (laughs) You are uh, renting him, so you're welcome. Um, And we are (laughs) going to get to know Mike together. This is great. And when you eliminate him, Mike, I will be there, sir. Hello. (laughs) He's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We'll still yeah. get more to him. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? <sighs> what do I think? Man, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> um, what I did not know what could be worse than last season watching 25, 22-year-old girls fight for Colton's love. <laughs> Until I started watching 25, 22-year-old boys. <laughs> Claiming so hilariously <laughs> that they are ready for love, yeah. that they are here to find their wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these boys literally look like zygotes. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they are look really young. Embryos. Mm-hmm. Some of them look so young. Mm-hmm. They sound young. Mm-hmm. They their whole being is just youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just it doesn't it's just not clicking with them saying all these things about love and marriage and what it just felt like a I don't know what I was watching, yeah. Um, and then like the number of gimmicks and like lame in limo entrances, like the lines that they were spitting. Yeah, the limo entrance lines were really bad this really year. Bad. Yeah. yeah, it just lets you know how like fresh out the womb these guys are. <laughs> Oh, no. And, like, some of them are gems. Mm-hmm. Mike Johnson is a fucking gem. Mm-hmm. He does not deserve to be on this show. Like, I also love Connor J., um, the half-Asian, yes. half-white guy yes. who was speaking French, mm-hmm. another gem. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just shows you, like, Hannah being so young and the batch, the lead being so young has turned the show into not The Bachelor. Yeah. Which is kind of similar to what I said last season with Colton. Right. I felt like 
like this was another season of watching a house of frat brothers trying to find a date for semi <laughs> not a wife claiming that they're looking for a wife yeah. but it doesn't feel like that feels like they're looking for girlfriends mm-hmm. tinder dates mm-hmm. like i don't even i don't know it just doesn't feel real. I, and I myself don't yet feel invested in her love story. Mm-mm. Not because I think she's whack and this, that, and the third. But because, she, like you said, she feels like a girl. Mm-hmm. She doesn't feel like a woman looking for a husband. She feels no. like a, a little, like a young girl. But she has the determination of, like, a 45-year-old woman <laughs> who has been single her whole life. Whole life. <laughs> Or went through like a divorce yes. and is now back and ready to get out there. It's like yes. you're 23. Relax. You can like, Why are you so determined? Yeah, I just felt this need to tell her. Like she won this crown, she accomplished her goal, she went to college, and now she just feels like she is really missing her number one goal, which is to get married. And I'm like, yeah. that doesn't have to it doesn't have to end this way. Like <laughs> <laughs> And it doesn't have to end at age 24, Hannah. Yes, please. My God. And then she, yeah, the the way you describe her determination, that's like so spot on. Because she she talks a big talk like, I know what I deserve. Mm -hmm. I deserve to be chosen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all these like Oprah Super Soul Mm -hmm. Sunday, like strong (laughs) affirmations. But like Hannah, she still, you can tell she's still has a lot growing up to do. Yeah. She has a lot of confidence building that we're like watching her go through <laughs> on the show. <laughs> like talking to herself in the corner, trying to like yeah. psych herself up. Yeah. Like, come on, girl. You still have some work to do on yourself. You have no business being here trying to find a husband Mm-mm. to lay down with and get married with and have babies with <laughs> when you clearly have some like maturing to do on your own, yeah. you know? Yeah. Very strange. Um, either way, I'm ready for her to like trim the fat because there's a lot. I feel like there are some good gems in her cast, mm-hmm. but it's surrounded by just a whole bunch of gimmicks yeah. and like infants that I don't want to watch. So yeah, agree for that to to bring it on down. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, before we get into the recap, as always, rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Come on, guys. If you've been here hanging in there with us and you have not written your review yet, you're slacking. And as of, on over. as of today, we were at 699 reviews. We ain't hit 700 yet. I don't appreciate that. We need 700, please. Yes, be number 700. <laughs> 699 is such an awkward number to look it's at. It's the worst. <laughs> Help us. Please write us a little review. Tell us what you think. Positive things only. Thank you. Um, also, we're on Twitter. We live tweet every Monday. It is an enhanced bachelor at viewing experience mm-hmm. when you follow along with our live tweets. Um, we are the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. And if you would like to email us, or if we do call outs, we do call outs all the time and give you guys a little homework. Email us at the number two black girls, the number one Rose at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we're on Instagram. Yep. We live on Instagram, mm-hmm. heavy on Instagram. And I'm, it's meme season. I'm back into my memes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> It's my lunchtime activity tomorrow. 
Find a screen grab and put some bullshit on it. (laughs) We are on Instagram, number two black girls, number one rose, Facebook. Tag us in your story. Mm -hmm. Screenshot us that you're listening to us on Patreon. So dope. Hello. Yeah. Screenshot that. Share it uh, for everyone in your story. Um, And as always, we still have merch, y'all. People Mm -hmm. still hitting up teespring.com slash two black girls, one rose. Getting their their two black girls, one rose merch. We still got mugs. All kinds t-shirts. of t-shirts, t-shirts. Summer's coming. Get to singlet, all that good stuff. So singlet, um, dudes. Yeah. Oh, tank top. Sorry. <laughs> I was like a singlet. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That was that's like uh, in Australia what they call tank top singlets. That's I where that I've heard mouth. it. I was like, that's not yes. wrong, but <laughs> but why that why? just? I don't know. That just really came out of nowhere. Sorry, guys. Tank top. <laughs> Um, all right. Before we get into it, Justine, do you have some lovely church announcements? Take us to church, Justine. What about your programs? Um, so thank you to everybody who listened to our call out from last week. Um, people did email us with suggestions of what they would like to hear us talk about outside of The Bachelor. So thank you. And keep those coming. Um, we're excited mm-hmm. to do those monthly Q and A's, but are also looking to do some more content outside of that. I know um, that we have some ideas going, but would love to hear what you guys want to see from us. Um, so, mm-hmm. shout out to Veronica, Madison, Amina, Rachel, Cynthia, and Kyra, um, and also hey. shout out to Sarah. And I know Tosh, Sarah's email struck a chord with you. It was a producer. Yes. <laughs> generated email. <laughs> Tasha yes. loves the science behind the producers. I love it. Yeah. So Sarah, her theory was like why they chose Hannah mm-hmm. for the Bachelorettes because everybody knows she ain't the best choice. Mm-mm. This is not. There's no secret to that. I don't care if you loved her up and down. You know there <laughs> were some other people in Holton's cast that should have been the Bachelorette. Sarah's theory is, she says, my theory on why we're being forced to endure (laughs) Anna B, well, damn, Sarah, is because she said the format of the show has really gone off the rails in terms of the producers don't really have as much control. Colton is telling Cassie he's in love with her instead of just home. (laughs) Caitlin, I mean, let's go back way back. Caitlin Briscoe, she had sex with Nick Vial, like, on not even on a fantasy suites oh really like, things are unexpected because these are humans and they're living <laughs> up their human lives <laughs> and they can't live under bachelor robot control mm-hmm. so she's saying that we're they chose hannah b because the producers are starting to realize these past few seasons that they don't that the lead isn't really following the format mm-hmm. and that they're losing control over their lead mm-hmm. um and they're kind of making their own decisions doing their own thing with Hannah B, they don't have to really worry too much about her because she's easily to manipulate. Yeah, <laughs> Very, like yeah. she's young. She's like thoroughly trained. She's trained. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, with knowing what to say, mm-hmm. and you give her something to say, and she just does it and says mm-hmm. it. So she's somebody that they can just reel back in and give us that kind of quintessential step by step bachelor, um, you know, scenario that we're yeah. so used to. Yeah. Um, her social is probably clean yeah Yeah. i think it yeah i think it makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. 
Um, which is why, I mean, not to go back always to Peter, but if Peter was The Bachelor, <laughs> you know, it's my favorite topic. If Peter was The Bachelor this whole... If Peter was The Bachelor, that would have been their worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Because he was not going to listen or do anything that they would want him to listen or say or do. No, no. You know the preview I mean? would be the, the proposal, the idea of the proposal would have been thrown out the window. Thrown out the window. <laughs> I mean, Colton fucking jumped the fence and literally quit the show. <laughs> chose a girl and didn't do a proposal at the end no. barely told his parents it was his girlfriend like the whole <laughs> the whole formula of the show is getting thrown in the trash yeah but with hannah b they have a chance to rein it back yes in. yeah you know that's true that's true made a made a lot of sense yeah. so shout out to hannah to shout out to hannah for hannah shout out to sarah <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for that theory. Made a lot of sense. Shout out to Sarah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um, I don't have any Bachelor Nation news because okay. this is the news of Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So should we jump into the recap? Let's go. Let's do it. Oh boy. I can't believe we're here. This is wild. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm also what? excited that uh initial thought. Thank you. God, they didn't have that watch party bullshit that they oh, had last no. season. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was like, that. Where God. they go into the they go into the homes of like watch watch parties around the country. Yes, like, it's like Ben Higgins, of course, of course, like, <laughs> in multiple locations, in multiple. <laughs> yeah. All stitched to look like one day, but when he's in the Colorado Springs in the next season, like Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then in Dallas, Texas, all in one day, wearing the same fucking maroon sweater. Jesus. God. He got a girlfriend now, so I think he's like busy. Okay. He's still working, With though. His life. Stop collecting these bachelor checks. <laughs> um, anyways, anyway, let's jump into this recap. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. So we open up and we're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And it's three months ago. Uh huh. Um, and we have Hannah B. She's at home and she's on FaceTime with Chris Harrison, who's calling from LA. And he's telling her that she's going to be the next bachelorette. Now, this little clip, we saw this we little saw clip it already. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was like, this, is, I feel like I was in deja vu or what happened, but we saw this somewhere else. Um, but basically, she's, like, crying, and she's all excited. Yeah. They're telling her she basically was chosen to be the Bachelorette, and she's saying, you know, being the Bachelorette is so surreal. Um, follow that up with many, many shots of Hannah, like, awkwardly walking through a cornfield, mm-hmm. talking about being awkward, mm-hmm. talking about her awkward hands, <laughs> just laying it on thick that she is, she's, like, awkward. Yeah, yeah. And, like supposed to be relatable we're supposed to love her for it yeah and i guess because she's a pageant girl she just doesn't want the expectation to be too high because mm-hmm. her expectation mm-hmm. has been high her whole life so no that makes sense yeah so they're like let's drop the bar a little bit yeah yeah um but they're laying it on a bit thick with the awkwardness mm-hmm. just let her be let her be relatable don't tell yeah. me that i have to relate to her because she's awkward like me. right yeah first of all you who know? are you calling me awkward second of all like <laughs> Like, why does it have to be that she's, like, sticking her tongue out that she's awkward? Yeah. That doesn't make her awkward. I don't think I don't think she's that awkward. There's nothing. She's just a basic, you know, nice girl, whatever. 
Nice, kind of basic, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so then we see Hannah and Chris Harrison, they're riding around Tuscaloosa, talking mm-hmm. to local residents, getting her all excited for The Bachelor. Um, so then she kind of lets us in a little bit about her like pageant life, how growing up she never felt good enough, mm-hmm. and how she always felt the need to be perfect, mm-hmm. and you know, which goes along with being in the pageant world, you're supposed to be perfect and, yeah. and proper and all that good stuff. Um, and then we see footage of her winning Miss Alabama, and she's saying, you know, when I won Miss Alabama, I was so happy, but it wasn't my goal in life. I wanted to find someone to be with. That's your goal in life? Life? Uh, life? Yeah, no. <laughs> that is your goal in life. I was appalled that they went from her saying that was her goal in life to then her talking to a bunch of like six year olds. I was like, no, she needs to get away from these people. Yes. Do not. Don't <laughs> don't let her infiltrate their minds. <laughs> I was gonna say spew your very limited <laughs> lowly goals for your life. On these young children. Oh, my God. Yeah, they really, um, they're getting that fairy tale kind of like. Yeah. That picture book woman Mm -hmm. who all she needs in life is a man and she'll be happy. Kind of like view. And when you're a pageant girl, don't you have like a charity tie-in? Why doesn't she have some tie-in with the charity? And why? I mean, I'm sure she does, but that's not being talked about at all. All we know is she was in pageants. And being Miss, Miss Alabama wasn't good enough. Now she needs to find a husband. It's like, can we learn anything else in between that? Anything. I, what was her talent? Any, yes, what, what was her talent? Like, Any other goals in life? We kind of picked up later in the house that she's studying interior design or was an interior designer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? Mm-mm. See, frame by frame, <laughs> you had to listen real cool. Real closely, because they're not letting you get any depth to this nothing, girl at all. Nothing. Pageants and finding a husband. That's it. Those are only goals in life. Oh and that God. is really sad. Jesus. Um, so anyways, here we get some footage of her and Colton and how their relationship kind of panned out. And she said, you know, for the first time, I realized I could be enough just being myself. Um, more shots of her walking down the street. Her teaching that ballet class to those baby little Beckys and making <laughs> and more shots of her on the beach, hiking at Runyon Canyon, driving a convertible, just like very typical B-roll, typical, yeah, mm-hmm. bachelorette B-roll um, and her saying, you know, I want to find love. I don't know what I'm doing, but bring on the men. So at that moment, we then have um, some blasts from the past, Demi and Katie mm-hmm. from season from last season. Faves. Um, who've come to... Hmm? Faves from last season. Faves, yes, from last season, who've come to visit Hannah. She's trying on her, you know, her dress for the first night. Did you pick up that Demi, Katie, and Hannah, there's no chemistry here. These are not best friends. No. Okay. None. <laughs> Thank you. I think I was like, this is not Rachel and Astrid. Right. This is not not Becca with like Sien Mm -hmm. and baby Becca and all of those. Mm -hmm. Like these are Demi and Katie who were chosen by the the producers Mm -hmm. to come back because they are fan favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because they are Hannah's besties. And, you know, we stay in a black woman working. So, Katie, shout out to you. Demi, Mm -hmm. as always, shout out to you. But it just seemed 
when they were making that toast and they were like, your energy is just so calming to be around. I was like, you don't even know this lady. Clearly. <laughs> like, that's what you say when you don't know somebody. would never be described as calming. calming. <laughs> what are you? T- what? Uh, oh, boy. Um, also, Katie got like zero screen None. Time. I don't even know why they brought her but back. But you know what she did show. get? A check. So A check. Mm. Yep. Collect the check, girl. Mm-hmm. Fuck the screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely like the Demi show. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, so after they kind of like toast, you know, her off and wish her well, whatnot, um, time to meet some of the guys. We get some home footage, home video footage of the guys like packing mm-hmm. and, you know, heading off on their flights to go to the Bachelorette. Um, so then the first guy we get to see a little bit more of is Tyler C. Mm-hmm. This is Mr. Kennedy. Yep. The ni- 1940s. Yeah. Back with the football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He looks very vintage in his face. Um, <laughs> in his face. <laughs> doesn't even sound right. But you know what I mean? He looks like he has a face of a 1940s person. Yes, the way not you 2019. Said it. It's weird. Tyler C., general contractor from Jupiter. Mm-hmm. He allegedly likes to dance. We get some scenes of him dancing he around. He was flailing around those beams. Oh, my God. Uh, he claims he was two classes away from being a dance minor that, at Wake Forest. First of all, I need to see a receipt of that. But mm-hmm. Pull up your class schedule. Yeah, because I can't imagine that he was like the quarterback or some sport, sort of athletic man and then also in dance class. I mean, I could see that actually now that you say it. Oh, really? Because the athletes... Sometimes they just sign them up for easy classes. Oh, yeah, that's true. And dance, yeah. Yeah, and that's dance, true. Especially for an move. athlete, dance might be easy. Yeah, so yeah. I could actually kind of see it now. Mm, okay. Um, but Tyler said he is so stoked Blah. for Hannah B. <laughs> oh, no. I hate the word stoked. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And Tyler has a very monotone voice. Very. Very. His voice was very... I was hoping for a better voice out of that face. His voice sounds like he knows he's fine, so he doesn't even have to try. So he's not even going to try to do an inflection in his voice. (laughs) He's not even trying that. Yes, that's so true. Mm -hmm. That is so true. He's, like, very conventionally good-looking, knows he is, and just doesn't ever need to try in life because he's gotten by this far. Um, And so, (laughs) yep, no effort in even putting an inflection (laughs) in the voice. (laughs) No. Yep, just going through life monotone because you can. <laughs> Next guy is Peter, the guy from Everybody's Group Project. He looks so much cuter. Um, so much cuter. <laughs> oh my God. This is like the first guy we're like, damn, these fucking photographers make these guys look terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He looks so much better mm-hmm. in person or in motion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peter is a pilot mm-hmm. and he will remind you up and down and all throughout the episode. All the time. So don't you forget mm-hmm. it. Um, he's a pilot. He looked very good in his pilot uniform. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. He did. Very good. Um, and he talks about, you know, being spontaneous and just jumping on a plane and zipping all over yeah. the place. Yeah, he go got me talking about dates. going to crawfish, uh, a crawfish lunch for so New Orleans. I was like, Orleans. oh. Okay, team Peter. Yeah, <laughs> officially. <laughs> <laughs> Justine and I love New Orleans, mm-hmm. y'all. We go there every year. We've been going for the past Five, six years? Yeah, something like that. A long time. Something like that. We love New Orleans. Mm -hmm. We just go to eat and sleep. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's all you can do. We well, try and to party, learn. but we can't make it out. And we just learn. Leave. We do. There's a lot of history down there, so we learn too. Yes, there's lots of things to do. Um, so yeah, that was Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Johnson. <laughs> My boo. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing on the show? Why? You need to be on Ready to Love. You need to be with me. What are you doing, Mike? <laughs> what are you doing on the show, Mike? What? You need to be on a different mm-hmm. show or just out here trying to date Justine here. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Damn, Mike Johnson is so fine mm-hmm. and black. I'm so proud. I know, me too. And tall. And tall, great smile. He's an Air Force veteran from Dallas. He's a portfolio manager. That and making that call, I wanted to die. Nice footage of that fake ass phone call (laughs) closing that fake ass deal. I see you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And he's kind of funny. He said um, his dating life has been Macaulay Culkin, home alone. Hardy. That's okay. He has not been dating at all. Um, and then we saw him going to visit his great grandmother. A literal living ancestor. Yes, a literal. Oh my God. Literal, I was like, he can call up his ancestor on the phone. Yeah, yes. <laughs> to get some spiritual guidance. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and then he talked about how he just grew up around, you know, beautiful, strong women, how he learned how to listen, how to pay attention to small details with women. Just this is what I want out of a contestant. Yeah, yeah. Someone who speaks in things that aren't Hallmark cards, <laughs> who can really say concrete things that he's looking for in a woman, mm-hmm. that he's learned about women, mm-hmm. that he's learned about himself, like saying actual real shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just the picture book, bachelor, contestant, manual, these are the words that you're supposed to say to get by. Like he actually was saying some real shit. Mm-hmm presented himself to be like an actual human being man who <laughs> was looking for love loved him mm-hmm. proud of mike love mike next is joe the box king he came on the screen i just had the longest most african-american sigh <laughs> i was like oh god so exhausting he did look way better in person than his photo did I'll he that okay I said he looked like Daddy Warbucks last week, so he does look a little better. <laughs> yeah, and I said he looked like a combination of the Shark Tank niggas. Yes, so, Dr. Mr. Wonderful yeah. and what's his Mark face? Mark Consuelos. Consuelos. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is from a strong Italian family. We got to meet the family. Mm-hmm. What bothered me about Joe so much, he was talking so loud yeah. in front of the camera. As if the cameraman was deaf or something. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Or that he didn't have a microphone on and there was a boom on the side. Like we know there yeah. was. Like all your sound is getting captured. Let's bring the volume down like yeah. six octaves. It was obvious that he's never been around a camera before. I was just about to say that he's never been on camera mm. on TV. He's just hella excited and like just feels like he needs to talk louder. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I know. guess so. Somebody goes to Vegas four times a year. I don't know. I mean, Ugh. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, next is Matt Donald. Mm-hmm. Also better looking. Uh, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Never mind. I'm not into this face <laughs> at all. Sorry. <laughs> Matt Donald grew up on a farm. We got some footage of him feeding his goats and shit. 
Um, Matt was the one who grew up in a deaf Death. household. Mm-hmm. Both parents were deaf. Mm-hmm. I think he said his little brother is deaf. Mm-hmm. So we got some footage of him interacting with his family, doing sign language. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. He disappoints me later on. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Next is Connor J. Oh, my God. I love him. Love Connor. So adorable. Adorable, but like. He looks like an embryo, but so cute. Yeah. He has a, when he was like speaking in French, I was like, you know what? He has a type of face I would have to get used to. Damn. Not that he's not cute. He's Man, just so, mean. so. Is it? Oh, sorry. He's just. He's just face you have to get used to. He's just, he's just so young looking. Like he's just. Yeah, he's so, very young looking. I would have to get used to looking at somebody that young. Yeah. But he's like young. a he's district so manager though. at a car dealership. Like he has a good job. He's a very good job. Um, super interesting. His dad. And he's twenty eight. Hair blue eye. From huh? And he's twenty eight. Oh, yeah, twenty eight. Mm-hmm. He looks 20, but mm-hmm. he is not that young. Um, he's half American. Dad is blonde hair, blue eye from Iowa. Mom is from Hong Kong. Um, he talked about his family, just kind of classic American tale of immigrants coming over, being successful. That little sound bite, I don't want to give that to ABC. You know what I mean? Okay, sound bite. That his family, he comes from a tale of immigrants coming I know, yeah. Mm-mm. Like, I don't, that, they don't deserve that. No. Sound. Like, Mm-mm. take that out. But you know, the minute he said, they were like, yes, tag that, put that in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, love the story, but this here crazy ass Bachelor Nation who we see y'all racist asses oh. all up in our comments. Mm-hmm. Don't deserve to hear about anybody's immigrant story because y'all don't fuck with us. No. <laughs> Next is Tyler P. Um, so we open up to him pumping iron in the gym. He said, I think I like to think I'm a good looking guy. This is Tyler. I thought this was Luke. Oh, Jesus. Is it Luke? Is it Luke P. Or Tyler P.? I think it's Luke P. Actually, I don't know where I got Tyler from. There's, I'm sure there's a Tyler. I'm sure there's sure multiple there Tyler. Okay, sorry guys, Luke <laughs> P. <laughs> um, he said, "I like to think I'm a good-looking guy." Uh, yeah. While I was in college, all the girls thought so too. Bye. He definitely took advantage of that. Goodbye. I wrote, "He's a slut. He's a hoe. He's a freak." <laughs> every <laughs> day of the week. Every day of the week. Ew. Ugh. And then he, like, used that story to segue into his religious awakening that he had. And everyone, I don't want to laugh, but I did. When he <laughs> said that God came to him in the shower and told him to stop fucking, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. I did. I did. Oh, God. The Lord is... That's basically what he said. The, you know, the shower, the bathroom to me is a sanctuary. I understand, Luke. I get it. The Lord has never come to me in the shower and told me to stop fucking. That is... <laughs> stop fucking these girls, Luke. So, I can't I believe... Swear Jesus did not come to He didn't. That. I don't think that was the Lord, Luke. I don't want to put that, you know, I don't want to judge his spiritual journey. But I just feel like he left some parts out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That was not Jesus. <laughs> that was your conscience. Yeah. T- conscience was, was tired of your dumb ass mm-hmm. fucking around with these girls. And finally the guilt caught up with you. Yep. And you said it was Jesus when you knew it was your dumb ass mm-hmm. feeling bad. Mm. Or a girl trying to sneak through the window. Who knows? Girl in the window, like whispering, <laughs> "You a fuck boy? <laughs> Leave these girls alone. This is the voice of God." <laughs> this is the voice of God. <laughs> oh God! Oh yeah, boy, he's one to watch. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Did you see what Rachel said about him though? Mm-mm. Rachel said something really interesting. She said that Brian on her season was like really suave and really charming Mm -hmm. and Luke is being painted in the same way but Brian has never lied about God coming to him in the shower Mm. (laughs) she was like Brian got painted way worse by night one Mm -hmm. and Luke is being made out to be like this Christian hero I don't know Mm -hmm. because he's riding with the Christianity Mm -hmm. high and mighty and he out here lying on Jesus lying on the Lord the day after what? Sunday. Oh my gosh. Lorette Monday. <laughs> oh God. Luke, you ain't shit. God don't like ugly. He'll come for you. <laughs> Time for the limo entrances. Hannah is still talking about how she can't believe she's the bachelorette. Us, Us neither, either. Yes. Us neither. <laughs> One thing that's bothering me with her, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves with people, is when when people get nervous or when they do public speaking and they say, I'm so nervous. Mm, mm-hmm. Or when they apologize. You know, if someone's like sick and they're like, like sorry, I'm, I feel sick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my voice sounds funny. And their voice doesn't even sound funny. It's like a nervous <laughs> tick that people do. They just apologize for their nervousness. Yeah. And she keeps doing like apologizing for the nervousness, the surrealness, mm-hmm. the... Um, her awkwardness it's just just living it just yeah it it feels like if if she didn't have me convinced so much by her words it feels like she's not ready for this but by her words my girl has been ready since like two years ago to get married Mm -hmm. in a month right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah Anyways, so Chris Harrison, you know, he comes up trying to prep her, you know, do you have a type? And she admits Southern is her comfort, mm-hmm. um, but she's ready to try, you know, something new. Try a few different flavors is what Chris Harrison called it. Yes, yes. He needs to go sit somewhere. Yeah, because that could, uh, he, he dances the line, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he collects a check either way. Yeah. He can say anything. <laughs> he can call these niggas out and say, "You try to try to date niggas like, <laughs> and he got his check any damn way. So he's just out here reckless, talk about different flavors. Go sit somewhere, Chris Harrison. Goodbye. Oh God. First limo pulls up. First out the limo is Garrett mm-hmm. from Birmingham. Um, he's the pro golfer from Alabama. And they sent him first because this is like her comfort. Yes. He's from her home state. Mm-hmm. He has the same accent. Yep. It just made her feel kind of comfortable. Yeah. She's cute. She's nervous as hell. So, mm-hmm. you know, send him out first. Um, next up is my <laughs> man. Your man. My, sorry. Your man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn, you came for me real quick. Your man. This is going to be all season, guys. <laughs> no, He's great, though. He's, He's probably so one of the best. He's so great. I think it's one of the best guys they've cast on the show mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. 
love Mike. Mike Johnson came out. He told her he lives according to the five C's, character, charisma. You got them all? I didn't get them all. I was like, ooh, he's so. talking fast. <laughs> My God. It's <laughs> a character, charm, charisma, consistency, and compassion. Mm-hmm. The consistency had me. I was like, ooh. I'm like, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, just sitting here, just... Just speaking truth, yes. speaking knowledge, speaking realness. Setting it up. Like. Setting up foundation exactly. for who he Setting is. Setting up a foundation. Love Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, next was Jed, mm-hmm. um, who's the singer-songwriter from Nashville. Mm-hmm. He, to me, looks like a he looks like a Ryan Gosling-esque person. Yeah, I was going to say like the missing Jonas brother, like a Jonas cousin. You know, like a Jonas cousin. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, you ever watch Hey Arnold? Yeah. I love Hey Arnold. Do you remember Hey Arnold's cousin? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we had Arnold, who everybody knows Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Then Hey Arnold had his cousin. His name was Ernie or Arnie, I think. Aww. Who lived out in the country. And he was like, he looked like Arnold, but like a creepy oh. um, cousin mm. from... Like the underworld. <laughs> oh boy! He he was he was drawn to look exactly like Arnold, yeah. but in like the weirdest way possible. Yeah. And so this is what I'm picking up from Jed. So no. that was like a long tangent. <laughs> Jed, <laughs> I like see Ryan Gosling, but like not at all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. the, the hint of it. Um. Anyways, Jed, he was wearing like a like velvety. Like texture jacket. Yeah, yeah. There were some good outfits. Yeah, some decent mm-hmm. ones. Um, next out was ugh, Tyler C. Bye. The 1940s. He just puts in no effort. You can just tell. He just, None. He just riding on that face and that hairline. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Stepped out. He's like, wow, you're absolutely killing that dress. Ugh. I was so stoked to hear you with the bachelor. He said stoked for a second time. Again, and just yeah, just try, just no effort. Mm-hmm. I can't stand them in the house. Goodbye. Next was Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Dylan looked like he was gonna get married. Dylan looked like he was serving <laughs> champagne and asking if you want this. Do you want a crab cake? Walking around at a wedding reception like the cater waiter. What was this outfit he had on? He was wearing a full tuxedo. He was anybody who watched Potomac. On Sunday, he looked like Ashley, or no, not Ashley. What's her name? Candace's new husband was wearing that same exact outfit to go get married. I was like, this the is white, a lot, yeah, Dylan. white suit, the white jacket, and the black pants, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, you wear that to get married, or you wear that if you are a cater waiter at a function. <laughs> like, not in the bachelor house. No. He, looked, he looked ridiculous he looked to me. He looked so <laughs> overdressed. It was crazy. So overdressed. <laughs> it was out of control. Everybody had on a regular ass suit yeah. and he walked out looking, yeah, like he was going to his own wedding. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Um, next was uh, someone jumps the fence. Yeah, yeah. Connor S. Connor S. And from the minute he touched the ground over the fence, I immediately escaped. <laughs> <to> <laughs> he, I said it on the cast bio. Something about this boy just makes me feel triggered. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just he reminds me of like 
every problematic frat guy mm. I went to college with. Yeah. His face, the way he talks, just his whole being mm-hmm. just bothers me. Even just from his picture in the cast bios, <laughs> I just it was like, ugh. It was like a bad memory that I like blocked out of my head. Yeah. It's like now resurfacing. I don't know what the memory is, but <laughs> it's like fucking me up. Triggered. <laughs> not, Triggered. Triggered. I don't like him at all. Ugh. Um, next, Devin. Um, Devin was the, the one I said he looks Dominican. Yeah, uh-huh. He had on his Easter Sunday suit. I was going to say, what was that linen suit he had on? <laughs> he looked like he was going to a wedding in Mexico. <laughs> like Dylan. Like a pink and green tie. That tie yeah, was AKA. horrible. <laughs> <Not> an AKA. That's <laughs> like linen beige suit. It was Where so bad. It was so bad. Are you going to a so wedding bad. in the Bahamas? Are you going to Sandals yes. Resorts? He looked like he was. Where are you <laughs> going? going? To a beach wedding in Sandals. Oh my god. <laughs> So that was a terrible outfit, Devin. A terrible. Then he had a bad joke too. It was like, ugh. Yeah, it's, he said, "I have a secret. I'm a virgin." And then, haha, no, just I'm not. Kidding. I'm a virgin to this experience. Something just. Yeah, no shit. transition. No transition. <laughs> transition to nothing. I was like, wait, are you a virgin though? Like, are you kidding or no? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointing. Yeah. I really like Devin. He was one of my favorites from the cast bios. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. 
dot com slash two B G one R. Yeah. He was adding the. I had higher hopes for him. Yeah, me too. He didn't have the Washington Heights swag that Mm -hmm. I've like implanted on him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He probably is not Dominican. Probably not. Yeah, not at all. But I just that's what I was putting on him. But he came out pretty damn whack. (laughs) Um, Next was Jean Paul Jones. Goodbye. Next was Dylan, or not Dylan? Brian. Brian, sorry. Brian from Kentucky. Yeah, this was a surprise. Um, the teacher. This was such a surprise. Mm-hmm. I was, the minute he opened his mouth, I was like, no. Yep. Yep. All the Colin Farrell-esque-ness of his photo was gone. It was like, whoosh, Like, it was just <laughs> it, gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> So he, so he's a teacher. Remember, he's like a, a math, math teacher. teacher. But he he read like an elementary school like composition teacher. A composition. <laughs> you know I mean? They still have composition. That's, he looked like he teaches. <laughs> he looked like he teaches three and four year olds. Like oh my god, to me he gave just, me math. He gave me like gave serious math. math. Yeah, math or I like got, environmental science. Shout out okay, to you, all the environmental amazing. scientists who are listening, but mm, yeah. He, he gave me reading comprehension, third grade. Aww. It was not good. There was no edge in sight. As his soon, voice was a his, his voice was not baritone enough. It was so high. As soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, oh, he's definitely going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so unfortunate. Absolutely. Man, yeah. He was so much better in the cast by mm-hmm. it was very interesting. <laughs> Um, next quickly was Tyler, Tyler G, who you liked. Love Tyler G. Mm -hmm. The dream analysis psychotherapist Mm -hmm, guy. mm -hmm. Um, I liked his little line. I thought it was cute too. He said, since you've been announced as Bachelorette, you've been in all of my dreams. Mm -hmm. You are quite literally the girl of my dreams. So cute. It was cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Next, a forklift arrives <laughs> and drops off a cardboard box and they try to do all this foreshadowing who could it be it's obviously joe mm-hmm. the vegas dude the box king who <laughs> jumps out with the lamest line ever hannah this package isn't complete without you not even like a it's not even a good pun <laughs> but like a good little you know there's nothing in it there. had everything to do with him and nothing to do with her mm-hmm, exactly um, and then he proceeded to introduce himself as Joe the Box King. Um, next was Joey, who looks like Joe's cousin. I, this is the guy that I actually liked from Cast Bios. Loved he this. In Australia. Yes. And all that jazz. Yes. He walked up with, I wrote down in my notes, a baby carrier. What do yeah. you call those mm-hmm. things? Oh, that's what it's called? Mm-hmm. That's literally what it's called? Well, a car seat. <laughs> A car seat, but, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. I was like, I don't know the term. So he walked up with a car seat um, with a little baby blanket over it, and he said, you know, I want to give you a glimpse of our future, what our future will be like. And then he, like, pulled off the blanket, and it was like a bottle of champagne. And I was like, let's get this party started. I was like, what? I thought that was... Again, no transition. I thought that was so cute because he's the you oldest did? one. Yeah, because he's old as hell. He's 33. Oh, he is the oldest. The rest of the, <laughs> the oldest house. Not that that's old as hell. It's absolutely not. But he's the mm-hmm. oldest one in that house by there. far. 
And mm-hmm. I love that he like already came prepared with a baby. <laughs> well, I guess, but that's another one. No transition. He just whipped off the blanket. Was like, never mind. Let's get this party started. I was like, what? What happened to the baby joke? What was that? Where was that going towards? Like, <laughs> it was all tied in one. I got it. I got um, it, Joey. I'm glad you got it. I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Um, my little boo thing, Connor J came up next. So cute. So cute. Speaking French. And he had on a nice, a like, maroon suit. suit. A bomb suit. Mm-hmm. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He was probably the best dressed, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love a colored suit. Mm-hmm. Um, next was Ryan, <clears throat> the same boy that my boyfriend knows. Oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> Rolled up in rollerblades. He already told me he's going home night one. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was sure. uh, that was whack as hell. Mm-hmm. And his occupation is listed as a roller boy. boy and we mm-hmm. never got an explanation as to what that was. And nobody cares. Nobody cares because no. he went home anyways. Grant, your homeboy, who was unemployed, <laughs> showed up <laughs> eating a hot dog mm-hmm. and carrying a bottle of mustard. I don't know. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Jonathan, um, black guy who was the server Mm -hmm. from, I think from LA, had a box of pizza, you know, with this pizza, will you have a piece of my heart? It was just guy after guy after guy, gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. Just whackness after whackness after whackness. Yes, really whack. (laughs) Yeah. Really whack. Um, Then... I keep saying Tyler P. His name is Luke. <laughs> His name is Luke. I have Tyler P. in my notes again. <laughs> Shit. Okay, Luke P. rolls up in the limo. He comes out of the t- in the what do they call that? The skylight. The, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, I've been in a limo in a long time. Yeah. The um, sunroof? No. Sunroof. Sunroof. It is yes. sunroof. Okay. We live in New York. We clearly I know. Not I'm like, so wait, what is that called again? What is that yeah. term for that thing in the car? Um, came out of the sunroof and was like roaring, trying to like mimic her Hannah Beast thing mm-hmm. and said, you know, I know you, I know they call you Beast, but I'm king of the jungle. Hope to make you my queen. Mm-hmm. He rolled out in a very strong royal blue suit yeah. that I despise. It was almost cobalt. It was cobalt. Yes. <laughs> it was like it was like a very rich in tone. Yes, primary color blue. <laughs> yes, like, it was. It's like the blue, like in the color wheel. It's the blue. In the color wheel, blue. <laughs> that was his suit. Oh, it was like awful. if you get twelve crayons and this is the blue, that's the blue he was wearing. That. Yup. Absolutely. Ooh, Luke. Oh. So he was mad hype because they met already on the finale Mm -hmm. and she immediately recognized him. was like, hey, so good to see you, you know. And he just took that and ran with this. Mm -hmm. He's in the confessionals talking about, you know, it's an advantage to have met her before and plotting his whole strategy. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga, you was one of five that she met. You need to relax. (laughs) you didn't get the rose, so what do you mean? And you didn't even get the rose at that. Exactly. Next up was the guy who did get the rose, Mm -hmm. Cam, came out spin his freestyle rap again Mm -hmm. um and i totally forgot that i didn't realize that him getting the rose and after the final rose meant that he was safe on night one yep Yep. so he came in already with a with a rose pinned on his His um, lapel lapel Mm -hmm. and he's safe for the night so shout out to cam the rapper all right 
Um, next, someone rolls up on a tractor, mm-hmm. and it's Matt Donald, um, the the guy who came in from I forget where he's from, but he has the, the farm. He's from the family, yeah, that has uh, deaf mom, dad, and brother. Mm-hmm. And you know, he said, "I want to sing you a song." And started singing Old MacDonald Had a Farm in, like, a different way. Mm -hmm. This is where Matt got my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Wow. (laughs) Why? This is where Matt, he goofed. He really goofed. He, to me, had one of the most interesting stories. Mm. Just, like, background family life stories. Um. And he chose to cheapen himself mm-hmm. by showing up on a tractor and singing Old MacDonald Had a Farm. Mm-hmm. You goofed and you went home. <laughs> and you saw how mad at himself he was at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah. Kicking himself for coming in with this gimmicky ass bullshit yeah. when really he could have just brought in himself. Yep. He could have done some little sign, sign language. language. He could have just fresh out told her, like, you know, I come from a unique family. You know, I'll tell you more about it inside. Like mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He just had a very interesting story that I was very interested to hear more about. Mm-hmm. Me too. And we didn't get to see none of it because you chose to ride up on a fucking trailer <laughs> and sing some old <laughs> nursery rhyme. Nursery rhyme. Yes. Yeah. And that's why you went home. Mm-hmm. So whack and stupid. And I hope people who are considering going on the show watch that and recognize yeah that the gimmick doesn't always work oh, no especially when it's a lame one like that yeah, especially when you're more interesting <laughs> especially when you're more like, interesting when you have a more interesting story to tell yeah. and then you chose to not share that at all and come in on some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so stupid next was chasing oh yeah he looked real sad he looked real like <laughs> Damn. Like, like a puppy kind of like, like anybody who watches uh, the Pioneer Woman, her dog always looks drunk. You know how these dogs <laughs> just be like waddling and like, woof, woof, hi. like he kind of look like that. Oh my god! Oh, like, I thought he was so precious. Oh really? I, oh okay. I knew he was gonna go home on night. Nah, he's yep. so precious from his bio. <laughs> no edge, not edge in sight. Nope. Smooth as butter. <laughs> Um, but he, he came in so cute. He made her a little paper airplane. Which she was very excited about. She was very excited about. I thought it was cute. It said he represents that he was, it represents a part of him. He's a commercial airline pilot. Um, and that was like his little thing, you know, he he seems very nice and normal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like he ain't going to make it past night one, but still (laughs) you want to root for him, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did want to root for him for sure. Yeah. Root for him. Next off the limer was Peter, the other pilot, mm-hmm. who came dressed head to toe in that uniform. Yep. Freshly <laughs> ironed. Fine. Mm-hmm. Freshly ironed, reminding us for the 25th thousand <laughs> time that he's a pilot. Um, but he did what he should have, he did what Chasen should have done, yep. which was show up in that beautiful uniform mm-hmm. that you look so damn fine in. And he literally, he didn't even have to say much. Mm-mm. He just looked great. And was a pilot, and she was already, you could tell her, she was grinning from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave her, like, a second pair of his pilot wings or whatever. <clears throat> that was cute. Um, so, yeah, the two pilots and Peter definitely came out on top, unfortunately. <laughs> um, then we cut to commercial. We saw Rachel Lindsay. <laughs> hey, hey, and Copper. And Copper, right. <laughs> Copper out here flipping all of the time. Yes, come on, <laughs> Copper. Copper. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and a commercial for Zyrtec. Mm-hmm. Zyrtec. Um, which I need to go cop tomorrow because my allergies <laughs> are fucking killing me. I'm dying out here in these streets. I throw I had like a coffin fit the other night no. in my sleep. In your it's sleep? Like a piece of, in my sleep. Woke me up my sleep like a piece of Colin. Colin. A piece, Colin. Damn. I was like, who's Colin? I don't know. <laughs> a piece of pollen is oh. like stuck in my throat mm. and just like was choking me in my sleep. Mm. So thank you, Rachel and Copper, for reminding me to go down to my neighborhood pharmacy <laughs> and pick up some Sirtec tomorrow. Back to the Bachelorette. Um, so Hannah's met all the guys now, so time for her to head into the house. And this is where we get some interesting footage of Hannah, like, off to the side, like, yeah. by herself, kind of pacing, talking to herself. Praying? Praying. And it sounds like, I don't know if I got this right, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like she said, give me the words, help me feel smart. <gasps> oh, no, I hope not. I hope not either. I was just writing notes like, is she really praying right now? Is ABC really hiding behind the bushes recording this girl pray right now? Is we that desperate for footage? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was praying to God to give her the words and the strength to go do this toast. But somebody let me know yeah. if I heard it wrong or if I'm just, you know, deflecting on this girl. She said, help <laughs> oh, me feel no. smart. Um, anyways, she comes inside for a toast, mm-hmm. which we know she toasts in her. Don't go too well. So she knows she, Damn. she knows what she needed to do, which was pray to the <laughs> Lord above to help her out. Um, but she comes in and she does her little toast and says, you know, thanks for taking this journey with me. I'm not perfect and I don't want perfect. I want real. And this is where Hannah got my Hannah used her words. Really? Why? Very proud of Miss Hannah here in this little moment here. Oh, I thought it was terrible. I was like, what are you talking about? Be real. What does that mean? <laughs> Look here. She don't have a good track record with toast. I know. So this is probably the best I could have expected out of her. Okay. Yeah. But I like how she said, you know, she now she's not perfect, which we know, whatever. But just telling the guys, like, I'm not looking for a facade. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for this picture-perfect bachelor guy. I just want you to be real with me. Yeah. Like, let's have a real conversation. Let's really get to know each other. Um, and I like the way she kind of, you know, pieced her words together. Okay. Together and her little hand away. Okay. <laughs> trying to help the girl out here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she said, I didn't feel like I... I didn't feel like I deserved this opportunity until tonight and meeting all of you guys. I feel so, you know, thankful, yada, yada, yada. Toast to the guys. First guy to grab her is Luke P. Mm -hmm, Of course. His bright blue suit (laughs) whisks her to the side and, you know, tells her he's from Florida. He recently became an uncle. Sister-in-law signed him up for for the season. Told her episode one of Colton season. He looked at her and said, that could be my wife. All about him. All about him. Yeah. And he's watched this show a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly. He's saying a lot of just lines. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, let me show that I'm a family man. I just became an yes. uncle. Yeah. You know, my I didn't sign up for this show. My sister-in-law signed me up. I just feel so behind. I don't even have a girlfriend. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched last season and thought you were my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Like just saying all these things that none of it feels genuine like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, next was followed up with Mike. Asking all about Mike her. Johnson. Yes. Made it all about her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, said that she commended her for giving a great speech, which I mean, all right, Mike, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta make the girl feel good. Um, you know, she said, yeah, you know, I know what I deserve. Um, and he says, you know, tell me more about that. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Just, he's the just, best. Even if the shit is fake, I don't even know. Right. But he just, it comes off genuine and he's looking her in the eyes, mm-hmm. getting good eye contact. He's truly intently listening, act, practicing his active listening <laughs> skills. Yeah. Um, and just let her kind of talk and tell her story. And he just really sat there and just like ate it all up. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good little interaction. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Connor J, or, you know, baby Connor, yeah. took her out back. They had a little bachelor party set up mm-hmm. with all these little bachelor games. I they thought that was really that. cute. I thought that was a cute gimmick. It was cute. Mm-hmm. It was a cute little gimmick. We didn't get any, I just wish we got to hear a little bit more from Connor. We didn't get any conversation yeah, about like with Connor. him. Yeah, no. we just got them playing, but it was cute. He lasted, you know, through the night, so it's fine. Um, Cam, so remember Cam has a rose already, mm-hmm. um, so he's safe, but he got some time with her and said to her, you know, I don't typically kiss on the first date, but seeing as this is our second date, can I kiss you? Mm. Which was pretty whack, but <laughs> it worked and he got a kiss. Yeah. First kiss of the night. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Chris Harrison brings out the first impression rose, so that's now sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, shit, got to go talk to her. Um, Jed. Yes. Jed, um, the singer. The singer from Nashville mm-hmm. was singing to Hannah by the fire. Jed had a little voice on him. So this was actually my escape to Wakanda moment. <laughs> no, because I love Jed. I desperately wanted to bring Jed to the gospel choir rehearsal and tell him that that voice was looking a little, just a little bit flat, Jed. Just a little oh, flat. Oh, Lord. I know you haven't sang in a while because you were heartbroken or whatever the fuck, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> but I just thought, wow, Jeff needs to go to choir rehearsal. He needs to brush up. I didn't think it sounded that bad. I thought he had a nice little voice. Yeah, yeah. He started off good, but then in the mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, whew. <laughs> Faded out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot more of Jed. I'm sure we will. Singer. Jed, I'm sure you'll have some time for some tea and honey. You'll be able to make it up to me <laughs> later mm-hmm. on. I'm sure. And I'm sure they're going to have a singing, songwriting date of some sort. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh huh. All right. So at this time, suddenly a white van pulls up to the front of the mansion and it's Demi and Katie in their little surveillance van, Mm -hmm. which I thought this was going to be a great addition to the show, but I don't like how it was used at all. How it was used exactly. They could have done something much, much better. They could have done so much more with this. Yeah. They. They really did nothing with it. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So basically, Demi and Katie, they pull up in the van. Demi says she has some tea mm-hmm. on one of the guys that apparently someone reached out to her on social media saying that 
one of the guys had a girlfriend. And so now she shows up in the van with Katie and they're going to be on the lookout for this guy. But only Demi knows who it is. Katie was not informed. So Katie's just sitting there staring. Just staring at the footage, right. basically, of the guys in the house. Um, so basically, we just watch Demi and Katie watching Hannah with the guys. Right. And then being like, nope, it's not that guy. Mm-hmm. And Demi's like, nope, not him. That's not the guy with the girlfriend. Um, we barely get any footage of Katie. It's basically Demi just saying yeah. and nang, which right. of the guys it is. Um, which was not what I ex- that was not what I, what I was expecting of the surveillance van at all. Me I thought it was going to be them getting to listen in on little conversations mm-hmm. with the guys in the house and overhear guys saying some nonsense mm-hmm. or who was getting too drunk and whatever, and then bringing all that tea to Hannah. You're right, and Hannah going in the back of the van and being like, "Hey, girls, what do you think? Da-da-da. What did you find? Yeah, what did you find yeah. out? No, it was." Okay, just whack. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. So, uh, Scott now, mm. who from Cast Bios is the guy with like spiky hair. Yeah. Who, right. Like, who does their hair like this anymore? Mm-hmm. So, he sits with Hannah, and Demi finally confirms that that's the guy with the girlfriend. By the way, this is also the guy who worships Chris Jenner. So. Yes, the guy from Cast Bios who loves Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Just whackness all around. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently he's the guy with the girlfriend. So Demi and Kate are watching him sit with Hannah, and they're doing some, like, interior decorating activities, some weird shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was odd. Um, yeah, he's, like, ranting about how he lives in Chicago. He lives in a high-rise apartment building. Ugh. Just the ultimate whackness. Um, suddenly Chris Harrison enters the house, the mansion, and whisks Hannah away, mm-hmm. um, to go catch up with Demi and Katie. Um, and that's when Demi reveals to Hannah that, you know, the guy, Scott, you were just talking to has a girlfriend. Um, this girl reached out to me on social media and I have all these messages to prove that he and this girl were just together this past Monday, mm-hmm. um, and all this stuff. This whole thing was so stupid yeah. to me. It just, yep. it, <laughs> I was so, so, what was the point of the surveillance van? There, this was just one guy. I was expecting them to eliminate like five guys just yes. from Demi and Katie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just based off of them picking up on little sound bites of the guy saying some shit mm-hmm. or this guy's doing this shit or just an actual surveillance van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we got none of that. Instead, yeah, we have her coming in with tea mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. and then presenting it to Hannah. And then Hannah basically is given this like moment to shine. The whole thing <laughs> felt so manufactured yeah. and like orchestrated by producers. Yeah. Um, like from the very beginning, they casted this guy with a girlfriend. Let's put him through. We'll have this whole thing where we have Demi and Katie come back. We'll send the messages from the girlfriend to them. We'll reveal it to Hannah. And then we'll have Hannah get this whole big moment where she gets to send this guy home yes. in this big dramatic fashion. Right. The whole thing felt so orchestrated yeah. and was such a waste of that surveillance fan <laughs> thing that I was so fucking excited about. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, God. Um, so they tell Hannah. Hannah goes back in the house. All the guys are sitting around. She just says, Scott, we need to talk. It, like, whisks them away. And all the guys are like, oh, my God, she seems so angry. What's going on? 
Um, and basically her and Scott have this big confrontation. Where obviously where... Scott gets my nigga you ain't shit award. Okay, here. yeah, not surprised. Because not only do you have a girlfriend, but you also have the fucking nerve to be the ugliest one in the house. <laughs> and oh, you come in here with not even a prepared lie. Nope. You came in there. At one point, both their mouths were hanging open, just waiting for the flies to hop in. Like, they just <laughs> were looking at They were like, Durr. like, both of them didn't have the words. I was like, what am I watching on the screen right now? What is this? Oh, my oh, God. That's so true. Hannah's supposed to have her big moment, but she can't even And her mouth was just like, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Oh boy! This is not the confrontation scene that we hoped. Yeah, for. it was like it was, it was like again, um, not even great value. I guess like the ninety nine cent version of when uh, Rachel cursed out Demario. Demario, oh god, we can't! How dare you? Do not compare them two together. Absolutely it can't compare. Not. I think they were trying to set up that same moment for Hannah. They were. But it really, it just didn't work out. It fell so flat. Yeah. It fell so flat. The only thing that redeemed it, that made it kind of interesting, was just how wrong and strong Scott was. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> he didn't have a good lie. Mm-hmm. And he, at one point at the end, he was like, yeah, I was dating a girl up till Monday. <laughs> but, you know, I came on the show and I looked for a long-term future with you. Yep. And Hannah was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. Oh, the one redeeming quality, but... Yeah, they try to set up this moment for Hannah to get her big, you know, confrontation, Rachel, Lindsay, DeMario mm-hmm. roast, and we didn't get exactly that nope. at all. Um, but she does give a little speech about, you know, how dare you come here, yada, yada, yada. And eventually she tells him he needs to leave, um, and he, she walks him out and he kicks rocks. But she almost yanked him out, which... I loved that was my um, Hannah use your words moment specifically frame by frame okay when she said come on come on like he was literally a dog Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true I did like that I love that I don't know southern people if that's how you all talk I would never do that to somebody but I know (laughs) that you southern people go from real nice to real mean Real fast. <laughs> and that's exactly what she did. I like seeing that uh, side to her. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the hand to use your words moments are not going to be words. Sometimes they're going to be an attitude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? Because the words, she doesn't always they're have not, the words. They're not always there. They're so. not always quite there. Yep. They, which is okay. You know, I'm sure yeah. she has other strengths. We don't know them yet. All we know is she wants a husband still. Yeah. But we... <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> truly, that is all we know. But for this, Hannah used her words. Mm-hmm. It was an attitude. That's true. I did like that. Mm-hmm. He was he was walking too slow for her. Oh, yeah. He was like, come on, let's go. <laughs> Time for you to get out this house. Come on. I liked it. <laughs> oh, so she kicked Mr. Scott to the curb, mm-hmm. left. She headed back in the house and told the guys, like, look, I just sent him home. He had a girlfriend this whole time. If anybody else has somebody back home, you need to leave now. Um, and then said, you know, she needed a second to kind of, like, clear her head because that was totally ridiculous, mm-hmm. as she called it. And she walked outside and was crying. 
Now, inside, the guys were talking about how, you know, they've lost over an hour to this whole Scott drama. And um, they're all talking about all this time that's passing Mm -hmm. and kicking themselves about they're not getting time with her. Meanwhile, Hannah's outside walking in circles crying (laughs) and not none of y'all thought it was a wise idea to get up off your ass and go get some time with her. I never understand this. Mm -mm. No, no. That was weird, yeah. So weird. Complaining, 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 and nobody thought, hmm, I haven't got time with her. Where's Hannah? Let me go outside and check on her, see if she's okay. Mm -hmm. Finally, Luke P in his bright cobalt suit (laughs) went outside, took the initiative to go chat to her. Where, per usual, he just laid it on thick about being here for her, how he's here for the right meat reasons, and him, 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 him. This moment or this conversation really solidified to me that Hannah's not picking up what these guys are putting down because she mm-hmm. said, he, he said, how are you? And she said, I'm cold, I'm freezing. And she was like <laughs> snuggling and he didn't even move to unbutton that jacket. Nope. And I was not like, Hannah, you are going to keep him around? Did not. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about that. That bitch was he, like freezing. Literally <laughs> shivering. Shivering, chattering at the teeth. Mm. And he was all warm and snuggly in his long sleeve uh, button down mm-hmm. and his blazer on top mm-hmm. and didn't even button it down to put on poor Hannah. Nope, 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 nope. Just gotta pick up on these small things. Yeah, like Hannah, and she's from the South. I would have think that that would be like ingrained. Right. That that is a no, no. If no. I like, if that is the case, we're friends. That's not very Southern gentlemanly, and he's from the South too. I don't remember where he's from, but I'm he's sure from, he is. Um, Georgia, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's he's just all about himself. So. Yeah, right, right. So, um, so, yeah, so he goes and kind of butters her up, brings her back inside. Then we pretty much get, like, a montage of, like, guy after guy getting their time with Hannah and telling them, telling her how sorry they are, what she just went through, and mm-hmm. hopefully that this, you know, can, you know, be better, blah, 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 blah. Um, now Connor, who I can't stand, Mm -hmm. not Connor J, Mm -mm. Connor from, Connor S, Connor S from my nightmares. (laughs) Um, (laughs) he was one of the ones who met her on the final rows and kind of recalled how they met and how he was so excited to meet her again. And then he went in for the kiss. Mm. And I immediately said, just like, ill, and <laughs> just was not into it at all. And he called it a solid kiss. No. Oh. All right, Connor. All right, Connor. Time for the first impression, Rose. Hannah heads inside, grabs the rose. I just, I always love this moment when they grab the rose and they just like yeah. walk out the room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally one of my favorite things ever. Walks out the room, mm-hmm. walks past a group of guys, walks past another group of guys, <laughs> walking all over the place. Everybody's thinking they're getting the rose. And she ends up awarding it to Luke mm. P. Luke, I didn't take my jacket off, P. Right. Luke left her shivering in the cold, P. <laughs> <laughs> Who, she, she gave him the rose. He is the last person who deserves any extra validation. Anything. He is so hella extra. Oh my god. So extra. 
And yet and not enough at the same time. <laughs> yes, and yet lacking. Oh, How, like, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he basically said to her, like, this means the world to me. That, you know, affirmation you just gave me. I feel so amazing. Um, and then they share a kiss. Mm-hmm. A long and- one. What do you say? A long one. A long, slow one. I hate watching these slow... Me too. Kisses. I feel like the guys are doing it because they want to be, like... They're trying to, like, be romantic. Very romantic. Yeah. Of a moment. Yeah. But it's so... It doesn't read well on camera. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I feel like we need to get a snippet of it. Just cut, like, cut away. Yeah. Watching these slow kisses is just very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just a lot. He says in his confessional, <laughs> I can already see myself falling madly in love with her mm-hmm. and spending the rest of my life with this girl. Mm-hmm. Off of one <laughs> night. <laughs> oh my God. Extra. Chris Harrison arrives. Time for the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of guys didn't get any one-on-one time. I know. And they're all blaming the Scott situation. So apparently that shit took Yeah, I was wondering how that took an hour, but I don't know. I don't know. Because why is that taking so long? There's so many cameras. So when Scott leaves, he goes outside. There's Mm -hmm. another camera out there filming his goodbye, Mm -hmm. his whole confessional or whatever. Mm Aren't there other cameras inside with the guys? Right, like, Hannah, what yeah. she need? 10 minutes to go freshen up and cry and then I come guess. back inside? Yeah. Was she just pacing outside for an hour trying to get her words together? And why was she pacing outside by herself when Demi and Katie were there? Because those aren't her friends. <laughs> <laughs> girls came in to collect a check and, and left. <laughs> That's it. The producers gave them a little dossier. <laughs> Here's the guy. This is what we need you all to say. They did their work and then they left. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Um, time for the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. <sighs> These guys had me dying. Now, you know when it's rose ceremony time, it's literally 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. The sun is up. <laughs> These guys look like they were about oh to pass God. out. I've <laughs> never seen a more sleepy yeah. group of guys yeah. on night one. Did you catch that? It was. And I was guessing that was because of the delays from Scott. So they were mm-hmm. all trying to, like, keep a face for so long. Mm-hmm. And because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. The first night is always the longest night. Because mm-hmm. we always see when they're sending people home, the sun is up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think also with Scott going home, it delayed it even further. Mm-hmm. So they all look like they were about to pass out. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so sleepy. I fell for them. Um, first rose goes to Mike, Mike Johnson. We don't need a sound bite from Mike. Mm. I know we do. He needs his own little sound bite. <laughs> Shit, what are we gonna do? He was so cheery and cute and smiley and did not look like it was six o'clock. He was one of the ones that who looked awake. Like mm-hmm. he didn't look like sleepy, like it was six o'clock in the morning. Um, next was my nightmare, Connor S. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, followed by Matthew. I don't know who that is. Connor J, who we love. Jed, the singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, roses, roses, roses. Mateo, who mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited to see more of Mateo. I've been stalking the shit out of him on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone find his kids or no? He did a little video um, talking to the camera about how, you know, 
it's been revealed that I've been a sperm donor mm-hmm. and this is something that's very important to me that I've been able to help like non-traditional families find, mm. um, make children. And it was cute. Like, okay. I want to see more of him. And he looked, Ooh, he's fine. Yeah. Cause he did not photograph well at all. Nope. But if you, I was going all through his Instagram. I was just having a day today. <laughs> all through his Instagram photos. He was so cute. And he's just a very interesting dude. I like it. Um, Jonathan, the another black guy. Oh, yeah, the server. Yeah. The server. He got a rose. Um, more roses, roses, roses. Darren, your homeboy. Mm-hmm, my other boy. Got a rose. He looks a million times better in motion. Yes. He photographs horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like real dorky in the photo. Dorky and stiff yeah. and just not cute. He looks so good mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Um, a bunch of different roses. The final rose is always a gimmick rose. It's mm-hmm. always a producer pick. It obviously went to John Paul Jones. Um so going home is we got some black guys some pocs thomas going home hunter the surfer yes he's going home as well we have to say goodbye to those dudes Mm -hmm. um as well as joe the box king by riddens head back to vegas (laughs) um chasen yeah should have came in his pilot suit Mm mm-hmm it could have been like how Hannah and uh, Kaylin had their little battle. That's what I thought mm-hmm. of when when he yeah. came in in the uniform. That's the yes. same thing I thought of when Kaylin came in with that sash. That's true. <laughs> could have been battle of the, of the pilots. pilots. <laughs> uh, Ryan, the roller dude. Oh yeah, bye. Um, and Matt Donald. Yeah. Who in his little goodbye. As I said, was really regretting yeah. coming in with that fucking tractor mm-hmm. and that gimmick because he knew that he was better than that. Yeah, and the gimmick didn't help him because he's going home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chasen, so cute in his little confet in his goodbye. Oh my god! I know what he said. Like I just want her to find love or something. Yeah, he said, I can't stress enough how happy I am for her. So truly. Cute. And then put his head down and started to cry. <laughs> oh, Jason. Oh, Jason. Come to Bachelor in Paradise. I know. Yeah. I hope so. But I feel like those girls are going to eat him alive. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs to go buck up a little bit more mm-hmm. before he comes on Paradise. Um, and that was the episode, mm-hmm. my friends. That was it. Now we got a preview for the season. Mm-hmm. We got a new little trailer. Which it was going so fast that I couldn't catch everything. Yeah, and some of these guys like look all week. the same. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, Ooh. yeah. Um, I was trying to pay attention to like the Hannah moments because yeah. I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn more about this girl. But it was a very fast trailer. Um, but some things I saw, we see her bungee jumping naked. Yeah, with Garrett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, we have a lot of Jed. The mm-hmm. singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. A lot of Peter, the pilot. Mm-hmm. He didn't show up that much in the other trailer. No surprise, yeah. Um, Tyler, the vintage quarterback. Yes. Um, Connor S., my nightmare, saying, I know I was falling in, I know I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. So that fucking disturbs me because that means he's going to be around long enough to get to the <sighs> point where he can say that. Or he is pulling a Tia and he's saying it on, like, episode six. I hope so. Yeah. She sends him home. Um, J- uh, Luke P. 
just laying it on thick per usual. Mm-hmm. I'm completely madly in love with her. <laughs> just so over the top with his words. Mm-hmm. Um, Jed saying he's falling in love with her. A lot of guys dropping the L word. Mm-hmm. Um, then we did see Hannah in a red shirt sitting at a table mm-hmm. telling someone that she's falling Fall in, in love, love with, with them. Mm-hmm. From the side vantage point, it kind of looked like Jed. Wow. 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 <laughs> frame by frame. Frame by frame. It was somebody with like a little bit of a beard. I, I'm, okay. I'm thinking Jed, but I'm <clears throat> I'm not actually positive. Yeah. Um, we get more footage of Luke P, the villain to come. Mm-hmm. He's going to be called a psychopath. We see him yelling quite aggressively in somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an ambulance scene. Cam. Apparently know. Cam has a sick mind as well. Apparently Cam is crazy. Oh, yeah. They had some mm-hmm. images of Cam. Cam looking kind of deranged. to not. Yeah. <laughs> not really aggressive and scary like Luke P, but scary in like a mentally. Like, are your meds like, missing? Like. <laughs> yeah, something's up with him. <sighs> and he got that weird like part in his hair. He looks kind of yeah. like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Willard. Do you remember Willard, the movie Willard with the rats? No, I don't. The guy who lived at his, his mom with all the rats in the basement? No. N- you Sorry, know I wouldn't watch note. a movie like that. What? <laughs> That's what Cam reminds me of. Anybody, shout out to anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Um, then, interesting, we get, a, we get footage of Hannah. She's outside at night mm-hmm. yelling at somebody. Can't at wait. Guy. Can't wait for this. Can't wait. Can't wait for this. She says, I can't believe you just said that to me. I don't owe you anything. You don't own me. And then we have more footage of that same scene mm-hmm. of her outside in the darkness. And it was very quick, so I couldn't really catch everything. But she said mm-hmm. something about, like, physical relations between a man and a woman. I got it. And So she said, mm-hmm. I believe okay. sex is between a man and a woman in marriage, which is problematic. Okay. But she said, I've had some physical relationships with some of these guys, and I have had sex, and Jesus still loves me. Yes. <laughs> I predict that this is Luke P. That she's talking to Luke P. Yep. The yeah. Christian mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The super duper Christian one. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling he, yep, his craziness. Mm-hmm. With his religious awakening or some mm-hmm. bullshit, his high and mighty horse of Jesus and whatever <laughs> he's going to come riding in on, and it's based in nothing, <laughs> not Christianity. It's going to come riding in, and he's going to judge the shit out of her for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to probably say some off-the-wall stupidness about how he wants to be with a woman who's a virgin or something yeah, or, like that. Yeah, or like, I thought you were a Christian or, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's going to be based in, like, Christianity in his own version of Christianity. And coming but, for her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And they made it vague enough when she said, I have had, I've had sex and Jesus still loves me. Like, you don't know if she means she's had sex on the show, if she's had sex before. I, I don't think Hannah has had, I don't, I wouldn't think she would have sex with any of the guys. No, me either. I could see her rolling around, making yeah, out yeah. and stuff like that. But you know how they edit it to make it seem mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, is this like another Caitlyn moment mm-hmm. where she had sex? And I I don't really think so. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I can't wait to see how that, you know, goes down. 
Um, and that's the episode, guys. That's it. That's it. We made it. One down. <laughs> one down. A whole season of Hannah B's Journey for Love to Go. <laughs> wow. Um, as always, please rate, review, subscribe. Hit us mm-hmm. up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram. Tag us in your story. Um, you are listening to this right now as a Patreon subscriber. Yay. Spread the word. Screenshot yourself listening on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Put it on your Instagram story. Tell the world. Um, and we'll be back next week. We will be back. So happy to two. be back. Yeah, so <laughs> happy to be back. Thanks for bringing us back, guys. We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.